Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 12, as we just found out, of Confessions Over Coffee. <laughs> Basically episode 15, well, the, the amount of cuts we've done, but anyway. <laughs> um, so how are you, Joel? So I'm just chugging my Canyon coffee. Uh, trying to remember all good. Trying to remember what we had said. <laughs> We've already had this conversation, by the way. Um, not too bad. I mean, I bought a wee DeLonghi coffee machine. Currently drinking Kenyan coffee. Um, so I'm thinking we'll do a wee, a wee world tour. We worked out. Be good. Coffees because you're not actually able to go on holiday. So yeah. Um. Again, obviously, when like lockdowns lifted and stuff, it'd be so much better. Um, we can try different coffees from different uh-huh. coffee shops. That's it. We'll get straight into the morning roast, and then we'll get into. Yeah, um, what, far away. Um, into, well, we'll get. We are never organized when it comes to like people actually organizing the podcast. So our podcast is we're going to do the morning roast, then we're going to do a tier list of music, and then we're going to finish with listeners' questions, which yes. is going to include a, like a film review and that's per hour. And we also we also missed some questions from last week, which were submitted after the fact. Um, so that's on me. Ronan's um, favorite saying. Now. It's um, the second time we've used after the hour. fact. This sounds so like investigatory anyway continue what are you roasting this week joel investigatory or investigatory investigatory it's the same it would be the same spell it doesn't matter anyway um morning roast um my it fits in with not being able to go on holiday so off the bat um ridiculous covid relaxations so um me and my dad already argued about this and nonetheless um boris johnson comes out um, obviously this isn't relevant to us but he's like people can now go to or at some point will be able to go to the park and meet one of their friends and drink coffee or whatever i don't know um and you know that'll be fine and it's like made of you genuinely think people aren't doing that already you are mm-hmm. deluded like the relaxing things to be like by the way we're relaxing things so everybody can be happy but they know fine well no one is abiding by those rules mm-hmm. unless you seriously seriously care like let's be honest people are doing what they want so if I wanted to go, if I wanted to meet my friend at the park for a coffee, mm-hmm. I will bloody well do it. I don't yeah. care if Boris Johnson says it's legal or not, because yeah. what 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 are you going to do about it? I because every time I think park, I think Wallace Park in Lisburn. Same. I'm just imagining like police <laughs> stopping people, <laughs> <in the Wallace Park. laughs> knocking coffee out of their hands, pushing you around. off the swings. Um, no, see, because that, that was when he first announced lockdown. Um, we were still living in our old house and all, and I, I was just imagining that and. It's been so not what I thought it would be because at the start I was quite happy with the police enforcement of it, certainly around areas like the Holy Lands, um, and like stopping parties and things like that. But and I know it's not like a real party pooper, but like obviously, so many different households there. There, there is a level of stupidity when yeah. people are actually going to house parties during the pandemic, and it's like, see if it was legal. Mm. My problem isn't that they're going to a party in the middle of the pandemic. My problem was it was clearly illegal. And they did it, and it's like that's like whatever people are gonna break the law, but it's it's utter stupidity when yeah. like you drive into the Holy Land, you hear blast the music and a yeah. hundred people in a house, and you're like, you deserve to be punished, you idiot. Yeah. What legal, legal or not, it's still wrong. Um, like the okay. yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. is. But my kind of idea was that they have to take um some what would you say owner, not ownership but like responsibility responsibility. They need to Go take responsibility. So if I mean, if they went to their granny's house the next day, like they actually deserve to be taken out and shot, to be yeah. honest. But, and I agree that the law should have been there, but people, it's, it, I can't just sit here and be like, you know, I don't like people who break the law because, I mean, let's be honest, I'm sure we've all done it. But 
it's the, the the utter stupidity of holding a massive house party in the middle yeah. of the holy lands in a pandemic when the law has told you not to do that and you will get done for it. It's like yeah, the naive. I how thick are you yeah. to actually have a party? Do you all remember a few months ago there was a guy who was stopped by the police around the holy lands and then he was stopped three other times out there and then arrested because he racked up like two hundred. Because remember, it was like sixty pound fine, so he racked up four fines at two hundred and forty pound, and like they arrested him. Yeah. Um. He was. He, they told him to go home, and he was still walking around the holy lands. Why was he doing that? God knows. Um. People are headers like, um. See the COVID relax relaxations. Uh, I remember when. What was the first thing? Yeah, because the first thing was you can go out for a walk with a, and you can meet a friend. It's so counterintuitive to the whole thing anyway, because you're telling people not to meet other people, but you can't outside. And it's like this whole thing that being outside will prevent COVID. And and I remember like the misconceptions at the start. Um that like I know people still open windows and that's good, like all far and fine, but like people think that open a window is gonna stop COVID. I know, I know. It's oh. and like people need to ventilate their house. And it's like, oh. well if nobody's been in your house you don't need to ventilate it. Because oh. like if if you're already in the house for two hours with your family and then you open the windows to ventilate the house it's like uh covid didn't just come in through the chimney it's not freaking oh. christmas you know what i mean like it's already in the house you've already got it but you haven't one or the other um no but my, my only problem is just stupid relaxations and boris johnson i mean i'm that's very personable as if it's him i don't actually really blame him but like i don't really have a problem with him but the uh the idea or, or the, the the relaxing of laws where it's like and then now you can meet four people and it's like mate if i wanted to meet four people i would what are you going to do? What? The PS and I are not going to barge down my door and arrest me for meeting four people in a park. Like the police come up. Famous last the people come up and just be like, I don't know them. Sorry, I just bumped into them and I was walking my dog. I'm not with them. What are the police going to do? And so he's like, it's now illegal. Whew, thank God for that, horse. Now I can meet four people. Like, get a grip. And if that, I wanted to, I'd have done it anyway. And some of the relaxations why I made it easier for people to go to parties where they can just say, I'm going for a walk. Yes. Yeah, they could drive anywhere saying, going for a I'm walk. Going for a walk. Yeah. yeah. And you literally can. Yeah. Right, um, with myself, I had two, and I'll, I'll briefly touch on the first one because I was thinking that there's so many other things that this has happened with, but people changing the names of holidays or like um, special days. I'm referring to Pancake Tuesday, which should only be known, and I'm nearly sure is the only way it's known on the calendar as Pancake Tuesday. Yes. I've seen so many posts about Pancake Day, and I saw a post yesterday I was telling you about pancake celebration day and it's like they've not won a fucking war yeah, we're like, not, we're also, yeah i was gonna say we're not celebrating pancakes it's not ve day yeah yeah what are the oh jesus they're so fluffy like, it's they're people, so innocent <laughs> <laughs> it's people taking away oh the, the, what i don't i forget what you call this when you take when you, people keep taking away the religious significance of a holiday but it's not it's not you know cultural appropriation it's kind of yeah. like cultural appropriation um or they're taking away their religious maybe it's secularizing see the thing is though because I know what you mean because that's what first came to my head when I saw that kind of thing but obviously it's Pancake Tuesday so and uh, but the reason for Pancake Tuesday is obviously the unleavened bread when they were is that not what the significance is that what it is the Jews uh, in Egypt when they they had to basically create um, the quickest form of bread that they could and they didn't have time to actually let the bread set or whatever I don't don't know the, the exact science of it but it's they needed to make the bread like unleavened, so because it's really quick to make, and they could they could leave and run away from the Egyptians. That's a bit like it, yeah, it's a, it's a religious day, like. What was the historical significance of Pancake Tuesday? Shrove Tuesday is a traditional feast day, start of Lent on Ash Wednesday, four days leading up to Easter. It was traditionally a time of fasting on Shrove Tuesday. Um, 
to use up rich foods such as eggs and milk and sugar. Well, they're certainly right. So it's a way of celebrating the the use of fatty, basically fatty foods yeah. before you. Well, it's, it's certainly connected then because obviously it's before it's for Lent. Yes. Um. What's but... the day? What's the day of unleavened bread? The day where they were. I think it is supposed to be Pancake Tuesday, because that the forty days is supposed to be the forty the forty years. Sorry, I'm getting away from the mic. Is is like the forty years that the Jews spent in the wilderness in the desert, um, after they left the, the they ran away from the Egyptians, you know, with Moses and yeah, they spent yeah, the Red yeah. Sea. So there is the whole thing is religiously significant, um, spread well to us and to the Jews, obviously, um, and so this pancake celebration day, you're like, what are you talking about? What, yeah. is, what is that rubbish? But that's just it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, that's that's the word. It's the same with uh, Valentine's Day. And that is a very yeah yeah, because I've seen people call it Love Day, and and not that I have a problem with it, and I don't have a problem with it in the way that you're talking about because I, I with things when people do that with Christmas that that irritates me, and they some I've seen some things in the past with Easter and things like that. Where they they would be eggs. those people who point that out will be the first people who will shout at you for for culturally appropriating something. Like when somebody called, like a, there was a fast food chain in America called like Pepe's or something, mm-hmm. and they did them for cultural appropriation because mm-hmm. it was... They did a, I don't even... I, I mean, I don't follow this person at, at all, but I think it was a Khloe Kardashian. She has like a tequila brand, and she was like, they called her a cultural appropriation. Although like, like Snoop Dogg and all these people have like different like yeah. alcohol brands. And it may... I have a real problem with with the idea of cultural appropriation, and I've talked to you at length about yeah. this. But um, see if you're trying to celebrate a culture, I I can't see that because the whole idea that you're supposed to you're supposed to see what other cultures are doing right, or something that you like, and benefit from that. And yeah. the whole idea is the sharing of ideas and the sharing of good things. So if you're trying to celebrate someone so, something that someone else has created, surely that's not just like celebrating their culture rather than you're 100%, not stealing it. One hundred percent. The <clears throat> the people who don't know what cultural appropriation is, it's it's like what people would say is like making like traditionally uh, culture cultural th- traditions that are probably belong to ethnic minorities or something like that, and changing it um so that it's more white or something. So like uh they would say the the Catholic Church would have done it when it comes to like. Halloween, um, they which became all, it's All Saints Day, isn't yeah, it? yeah, or is it the day after? All Hall, All Hallows Eve. It's All Hallows Eve. That's yeah, it. yeah. And the Catholic Church basically turned that into All Saints Day the next day, um, which is them jumping on a pagan, a pagan festival, yeah. um, which is technically cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Bloody well worked, but um, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous because, well, for the reason you said there that. Um, you what if you're just celebrating mm-hmm. the actual? Is, are people not supposed to learn from? And I, I, some in some instances this doesn't make sense. Where I say like if a white person wears dreadlocks, that doesn't make sense in what I'm trying to say here. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is the whole idea of people in society getting better and learning from other people. What if someone comes up with a great idea in another country? And you want to benefit from that. And if, if it's fashion or something like that, and you go, that's really cool. That benefits me. I like to do that. And then suddenly you're stealing from that culture. You're benefiting from a, like a sharing sure, sure of ideas, oh, yeah. which is almost socialist, which is actually like... I wonder, is it that people think Eminem culturally appropriate? Because like he he, he would have been known as basically... The white rapper. Yeah. yeah. One thing, I, this, is a, this is an absolute belter. Like this is literally cultural mm-hmm. appropriation. Um. So there. If you watch Paper Towns, yes, you're that kid. Um. The 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 the, 
the what what is it a person of color with the afro and um, one of the friends his family have a collection what paper towns is a movie and about most of you have probably seen it watch the movie or read the book i've done both it's brilliant it, it's brilliant but there are problems <clears throat> and his family uh own the largest collection of black santas right mm-hmm. oh, um, I and they that. call it black santas so i'm just gonna use the term they use um and the girl the the girl um the his girlfriend who is also a person of color she says and this is an absolute belter that she agrees with um, them having a large collection of black santas because it's progressive and that santa is a social construct and so it should be open to our own interpretation interpretation do you know santa is a person Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, is a person. You are culturally appropriating a Christian festival and a and a Christian a saint. That is cultural appropriation. And guess what? Saint Nicholas was white. <gasps> no way, he was white. Or I actually think he was Middle Eastern, so he's not even white. But he wasn't black. So it's like, and she had the audacity to be like, it's a social construct. Like, no, it was culturally appropriated into being a social construct. And Coca Cola made him wear red etc etc and obviously there's di- different interpretations like in the uh, in the the dutch one it's a, it's a different the santa looks slightly different but it's still an old man with a white beard and this is all look it up on wikipedia it's all because t- i did because i was like mm, love you're definitely not right there looked it up on wikipedia and it all stems from the saint saint nicholas and it's like sorry but you can it's progressive when it's black but what happens if you change a person of color into a white man but that then makes me think if he's middle eastern and we made him white with a white beard that is also cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. santa is not a is not a social construct he is a person that's all i need to stop he is a real person who who existed he's called well then in the same way and we've really branched off here i have to say that actually really annoyed me it was like no love that the way we have depictions of jesus and I'm about to use 21 Jump Street as an example here. Korean Jesus. Yeah. And the way we have uh, like uh, depictions of Christ, would that not be... Yeah, essentially, yeah. 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 That's interesting. Anyway, the last thing I wanted to say about cultural appropriation, because I didn't think me saying Pancake Day would go- come to this, but we didn't even think about music, because does that mean I can't listen to Eminem? Sorry, Eminem. Fuck. Does that mean I can't listen to Dr. Dre or Biggie Smalls? Like, because you my can't favorite listen rappers? to people of color, because that's a... Because it's... it's, it's it, the genre doesn't yeah. belong to your ethnic group. Yeah. Because that really, that really irritates me, because it's, like, it's, like, these people who make music are making it to be sure. It, it, it baffles my mind, anyway. I don't want to get too angry about it, but actually, it's what's funny. The pancake that I said was supposed to be a wee small part of this, because I really want to quickly touch on, um, there's a video by a guy I really like on YouTube called Mr. Who's the Boss. Uh, he's quite like uh, Marcus Brownlee, um, who does like tech stuff. And uh, he was talking about uh, something called a 5G BioShade. Now, this is something uh, that you can buy for $450. Do not buy it. Please do not buy it. It, it, they're essentially selling a USB stick with the promise that it will protect you from the harmful rays of 5G and it creates a, like, like a plasmic shield around your house. Which is a quote from what movie? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um, the wee Droidicas the sh- uh, sh- Destroyers. See, in all honesty, see if you're stupid enough to bat, you, des- you deserve Star Warsism. Um, exactly. It, it really it really baffles me. I'm just on Darwinism. Not to be funny, it's just because that actually that story that I said to you about last night just came into my head and it was awful. That uh, I know I know we're not like a news outlet, but it just because I saw that. Do you remember the the guy? There's a guy, and I think it's I saw it from the article. It was the second time it's happened this month. 
uh, sorry, this set, second time it's happened this month, February, and a guy, they were doing a gem oh reveal God. party for their child, and he made the, like, the cannon kind of thing, and instead of it, like, having, like, a Fetty and stuff, it blew up and created, like, a, like essentially a, a shrapnel grenade and killed him. The father to be, it's awful. I mean, tell you what, the, the, it's, that is never a lucky thing. But if the mother is there with the ch- with pregnant with the child, mm-hmm. good thing they didn't die. Yeah. I mean, it's bad that anyone died, yeah. but it's like, that could have been so much worse. I mean, jeez, I'm still saying that. I'm still like, not really. Father to be. Could, it, I mean, there'd be a lot more people could have died there. Just buy pink balloons or blue balloons. That's what you need to do. And tell you what, don't do that. That's actually sexism, mate. Because see, if you have pink balloons, that's going to make the woman become a nurse. And that is sexism. Make them blue because then she'll become an engineer. Charles <laughs> very angry today. Um, that's a, that's a topic for another day. Because I was about to, I was, I was literally about to talk about like colors and the way uh, it's sexist. Anyway, so. Onto the tier list now. Can I just make a one really quick point, by the way? Sorry. Just about to say Nicholas. Yep. <laughs> Nicholas, the real Santa Claus, the legend of Santa Claus can be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas. It's believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 288 AD in Patara, near Myra, in modern-day Turkey. There you go. So, uh, Santa's a social construct. Love. Your delusion's a social construct. You need to get freaking over it. Santa, Santa's white! <laughs> He's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not. That is also a social construct. <laughs> that, that's cultural appropriation. Right, so moving away from the politically charged section of the podcast onto the tier list. Um, <laughs> Nobody eats a turkey dinner because we, we all have donor kebabs. <laughs> so what we've done is we've created a tier list and it's all music. Um, now, we've five tiers. God tier, great, decent, and then, uh, as in, I wouldn't turn it on, but if it came on, I wouldn't turn it off. And then the final one, dog shit, as in, just, you just don't go near them. Hopeful. Um, now, if Mark's listening to this, we're going to call it Chernick tier. Yes, Chernick tier. Should that be below dog shit? <laughs> Delete. Delete. Um... Uh, well, sure. We'll just we'll just we'll make it. Them one, one in the same. One in the same. One in the same. Okay. So first, when we're gonna talk a wee bit about the bands, because there's some here that you may not know. Definitely won't know my favorite band, but uh, we'll just pick them at random. So let's start off with Doctor Dre. Great, great. Doctor Dre. Um, I'm not like gonna get on like I'm a fucking connoisseur, but I I really love his music, and I have a, I honestly haven't listened enough of it because I I would know like all the the like the classics. Um, and some of the stuff of Snoop Band, obviously, is some of the stuff that he's appeared in Eminem's one. I haven't listened to that uh, Compton one as much as I should have, uh, the most recent one, because I remember when he dropped that, the word went mental. Oh, yeah. Something quite interesting on Dr. Dre, he, because uh, when he, he signed a deal with Apple to sell over Beats, if you yeah. remember, think about, you, Beats are nothing, like, now. You, you never, do you remember Beats was all everyone oh, talked yeah. about? And you can yeah. say, oh, maybe because it was good and everyone was listening to music. no. What Apple have done is they've bought Beats in order to eliminate the competition. And if you look now, it's the same with uh, when they made Apple Music to try and uh, one-up Spotify. They're doing this in order to um, get themselves obviously a bigger share of the market because they, they're pushing, or Pods, they've just released our Pods Max, a £450 per headphones. And, uh, what, why are they worth that much? Um, they're not. Uh, and they don't come with a proper case. They don't have a case of the covers on 
and when you have the case on them and then take them out the headphones bang together and i don't have a pair but it's just i've seen people talking about them but the whole thing is um it, it's it's really it's not upsetting obviously but like i beats were such a big buzz like um they could have done so much more like but anyway because they still sell like power beats but uh, they don't have much of a push on them anymore just, just buy a jbl buy a pair of jbl or toshiba they'll do the job i know they'll do the job but beats i remember now people can say whatever they want because i remember beats were quite famous for just mainly having bass and some sounds that weren't there but uh certainly in the likes of the beat studios the sound quality was ridiculous like it was on it was unrivaled but i know like jb there's a pair of jbls wireless headphones that are like the, the best you can get at the minute and they're hanging 150 or 250 quid which pales in comparison obviously to the apple ones but yes we're putting dr dre in great, great here people will be so offended by that but in all honesty like when you're really talking about like we need to really decipher what is a god tier talent and what is somebody who makes great music? Oh, you think Dre makes him great God music here? and he's unbelievably. I think people want him in gold here. And I'm thinking no, because I think Dr. Dre is brilliant, but I don't think he is. I don't think he is like an unbelievable mm-hmm. musician. Like like God tier musician. Just just on that then, because um, I don't want to spend too much time on every artist like this, but with Dr. Dre, and I, I didn't know a lot of this until I watched Straight Out of Compton, so I'm not like I've known all this. But the whole way he came from being a producer to being an artist when people thought he could only be a producer is, is very impressive. Yeah. And his flow is just unbelievable. Yes. Like there are a few things. Like there's a there's a line I'm not even I'm not even able to remember, but there's some lines that aren't like that don't make much sense. No. But like every like M and anything. Yes, I, I think the what what needs to be put into this is context. So I'm gonna give a really quick example that I'm gonna just put in gold tier straight off the bat, even though I don't think either of us particularly like the band, uh-huh. is the Beatles. Uh-huh. I don't like the Beatles music. I can't yeah. listen to it. I don't like it. It's to me some of it uh-huh. sounds this is compared to what what is available now, I think their music's a wee like if somebody released their music now I think it'd be pretty poor. Uh-huh. But um at the time it was so revolutionary that the Beatles go in gold tier. But I can't listen to the music, mm-hmm. so that I think the context is necessary. It's not what the I like the most; it's what uh, what actually should like deserve gold here. You like some other music? Like, I do like yeah. some of the music, but it's like it's the same as the Rolling Stones. I like some of the music, but in all honesty, I wouldn't listen to all the Rolling Stones stuff because a mm-hmm. lot of it I don't like. And yeah. I think at the time it was probably gold here, but not anymore. Yeah, like if it was released now, it wouldn't be. But they deserve it because of the context of the music. So okay. gold here, I would say like the Beatles. You know, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Pick the next artist. Um, Queen, because I know exactly where I want Queen to go. Um, I want Queen. Hmm, I would put, I would put Queen in great, or God here. But see the thing, I is, wouldn't put them in God here. See the thing is, when we make these decisions, I'm not saying it, it's for us. It's not like we're saying that this is what the law is on them. It's more that like what they are to us because Queen are a great band, but I only know like six or seven other songs. Like and when I say I mean I know I I know the songs where and they're great. They've great music and the the story of Queen is amazing, but it does like the, their music doesn't resonate. They only have they... one type of music and it's basic because my dad who loves Queen had said this to me and oh. I didn't clock it because I thought the only songs that I like out of Queen oh. are like the big ones and my dad basically has, has always listened to Queen and he was like they're all anthems. They only really have one. The difference oh. between like I the example I made was to my dad was people love the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. I don't like their music 
but I loved Queen's music. But why do people think the Beatles are better than Queen? My dad was saying Queen is just anthems. They're just constant oh. anthems. If yeah. you think about the variety that the Beatles came came out with, when they came out with it, and how much they changed the music world. So that's why I would say great for Queen because they are absolutely phenomenal. And Freddie Mercury was yeah. out of this world, but great because they didn't completely change the world. Like they didn't do anything to that sort of yeah. extent. And they only have one genre. Yeah, I know. See when you say that, and you and you, then I thought about the music. I was like, I can see exactly what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Billy Irish. Um, <clears throat> decent. Uh, I I see, I, because I, I picked the artist what we were gonna do for this, and I was worried that we put too many god tears or greats in. So I picked Billy Irish because Billy Irish has some good music, and I, I know you're probably uh, having a wet dream about that because you remember you showed me that song the other day, and you're like, with the lyrics. <laughs> um, I would put her in A, and it's I'm not in like a an insult. I wouldn't turn her on, definitely wouldn't. Um, but I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't turn it off. If it was on if it was on. I'm gonna, even then. There's some songs of hers that I I would just go no. Yeah, that's if there was a line between decent and great, like good, God here, great, good, decent. I would want to put her above decent but below great. So, but uh, there's too many in great already, so she's going into decent. She's grand, very similar genres of the music she releases. Her brother writes a lot of it. Um, but I mean, she's if, if she wrote the lyrics to that, what was that one that I that I'd said to you? Um, if I can't remember the philosophical quote, um, I think therefore I am. Mm-hmm. So, I think the song's called Therefore I Am or something. Yeah. Um, which is that like I, I did that in philosophy and if you actually listen to the lyrics and the meaning of the philosophical teaching and what the song is about it's phenomenal like it's so intelligent she's basically saying the guy doesn't think so he basically doesn't even exist he doesn't think for himself he just follows trends so he's mm-hmm. nothing of any of any sort of substance whereas she thinks for herself there's and the, the philosophical thing is i think therefore i am so if i think for myself therefore i am there is evidence that i exist uh-huh. and she thinks for herself she does her own thing therefore she is real and the boy is fake and it's like that is brilliant yeah but she didn't you're saying yourself she didn't write those lyrics that alone would make oh we don't know we don't know who wrote those lyrics we don't know who wrote them it oh sorry her, you looked it up and it, they were both credited yeah so we don't know who wrote them but it could be her and I'm let's just give her the credit because she's the one who has the name on it that's phenomenal I'll give her the benefit of the doubt yeah so. some of the other songs they're good songs the lyrics are alright but they're good songs so they're catchy decent I'd say she's decent okay Go ahead. Um, Ed Sheeran. Dog shit. Um, I'll go eh, which is wouldn't turn on, but wouldn't turn off. You wouldn't turn it off. Some songs I would, some songs I wouldn't. Not A team. Wouldn't turn A team off. I I, I would turned it off the other day. I, I would go on. I would go out of my way to play A team. No. Um, I've listened to him too many times. I I used that, to really no. Don't. He doesn't deserve to be. He doesn't deserve to be dog shit because you've listened to him too many times. No 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 no. no. I've listened. I could listen to a lot of the stuff from Plus. Some really good stuff on there. Small Bump is a brilliant song. But the way he's progressed where he is now, I just I just can't stand that. I, I, I don't know how you can put but it anywhere except you need to, as a game, put the context. You can't look, think... look at the other artists here and tell me, apart from that, that there is anyone that's dog shit. 1975 would be dog shit. No, they would not. I think they would. No, they wouldn't. Um... No, you can't put it. You can't put somebody who's that successful and that we have actually listened to some of his There's music. Are, are yes, but he's he is so successful, and we we actively like some of his songs. He can't be dog shit. Dog shit is like is is for somebody like Takashi Six Nine 
or um, I like Gubo. <laughs> the shop. <laughs> no, okay. he, he is in dog shit. I'm a G. Um, oh. Who else? Have you ever heard anything wider? I'm a G. I think I think we're being desperately unfair to him if we put him in dog shit. Right, we're putting him in air. But I ha- oh, he came on the other day, I can't stand it. Give, anyway. me, give me something you know we'll disagree on, and so that we can kind of even that out. I forced you to put out Sheeram up. So. 1975, I would put them in, if you think they're dog shit, I, I would put them in air. I wouldn't turn the 1975 Put them in because I like two-time, whatever. They, see, they're lurks, and they've got a song, um... somebody else um which is really sad i want to see them live um oh have a good shot have a good shot and the uh christ mm-hmm. um 1975 i want to see them live they were they were, they were good live they, i have a problem with the singer because he is very narcissistic narcissistic narcissistic, narcissistic. um if i can say it right and mm-hmm. uh Matty healy i think his name is and uh he I mean, the music's good, and, and I will say this, it was a proper show, like, it was really good, and they had all the lights and shit, but, like, it doesn't distract sometimes from oh. the bad music. Um, oh, who was I thinking of there now, that I thought would be an interesting one? Um, I'll need to think about it, I'll need to think about it, because... We'll move on to another one while you're thinking, sure, we'll go John Martin. John Martin? Um, I put him in decent, I don't listen to him. I put him in great. Now, before you say anything... Um, John Martin, people like Eric Clapton, and I, I know I can quote anyone from this, but like Eric Clapton said, he was so far oh. behind, in front of his time that it was almost unconceivable. Put, put him in great because you know more about him than I do. The thing is, even if you don't like John Martin's music, his technical skill in with the guitar is just unbelievable, especially for that time where he was creating his own tunes and some of the songs, like like even the Solidar. He wrote that, I forget the guy's name, uh, an artist who's almost, I think, bigger than him, um, who was, uh, I think he killed himself, if I'm not mistaken, but, no, give John Martin, listen, some good folk, really good folk music. And, it's uh, Martin with a Y, not an yeah. I, by the way. Yeah, um, so he's hipster. Oh, uh, John Mayer. You're sharing this because you know I don't listen to him enough. Um, see, the thing is, I would accept him being in great, but because I don't listen to him enough, and I'm not the biggest fan of his stuff, I would say decent. But I, I, I would accept him being in great. I'm going to say he'll be in great. If you really listen to him, if you appreciate his music. Those lyrics are fantastic, and his guitar his skills, guitar skills yeah. are phenomenal. John Mayer. Um, who else is... I want to get somebody low. I want, to, I want us to agree on somebody who really is in the lowest tier. Got me Bon Jovi then, doesn't it? Does it have to be out of that selection? Because I think it's unfair again on Bon Jovi because he actually is good. No, it's fine because I know Bon Jovi. I wasn't saying not to, <laughs> to antagonize anyone. Bon Jovi has some good songs. I just don't like his music. I don't like his music, but I mean, this is what I mean about context. It's not about what we like. It's about what what is essentially the truth. So the Beatles are God here. So, so they are. They, there's no argument. I'm you not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. But the thing is, it is about what we like. It, well then, the Beatles would be in dog shit for me, and that's not fair. They have to be in gold tier because they deserve gold tier. So Bon Jovi deserves decent. I By think. that same thread, then nineteen seventy five would deserve to be in decent because of of the production of their music and uh, the quality of the music. No, style. no, because that's no, the nineteen seventy five up against the Beatles. That's a joke. And then also Ed Sheeran would deserve to be much higher. I think Ed Sheeran deserves to be in decent. I think the nineteen seventy five deserved to be. I in dislike him. You do dislike him, but 
the, the it, it is for talent. You just like him because he's overplayed now. No, and he's cheapened, no, and he's I, cheapened I, I, Irish music as well. He, well, he's not Irish, but he. I know his dad was. Um, but Cultural. I know it was his mom. His mom was Irish. Um, was his granny? I don't. I don't. Care. I don't know. An ordinary car. Um, but yeah, you could make an argument that Galway car is appropriation, but then he's he's apparently what, what would it be a sixth Irish? Anyway. No um, worries. but do you remember that? I'm not gonna go into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone we can agree on this total dog shit. Because you know what I was gonna, but you can't even. I I I think that I don't really like. I don't like One Direction's music, but they're good together. Oh, mm. you can't. You couldn't put them in dog shit. Did you not? Some of their, their, their singing ability. That disappoints me. I'd, I'd love to put them on dog shit. Um, who, mate, see, see, my problem is I can't flick. Yeah, you too. You too. No, that's a, that's a worthy discussion. I'd put them in air. I wouldn't turn you two on. Nor do I like Bono. No, decent. I'd say it has to be decent. Because I, I want to put them in great, but obviously... I think we actually are decent. I'm trying to think who who's terrible. In front of some of the music, like uh, Vertigo, uh, is a really good song. Decent. We'll, we'll agree decent. on decent. Actually, we'll just pick a couple of these that we want to do. I want to discuss. I want to discuss Biggie and Tupac. I would put Biggie into God here, no problem. I'll put Biggie into God here. Jeez, God. Yes, because he's kind of revolutionary. If he released his music now, he'd be great, but he wouldn't be God here. But because he started it, I'll put him in God here. Yeah. But like him and Dre, Dre has probably released more successful music than more successful music than Biggie. But Biggie, you say about context, Biggie, yeah, you're context saying about context, context exactly where he was, and wasn't he? He was West Coast, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Biggie was Biggie was East Coast. East Coast, Coast yeah, because uh, yeah, West Coast was popping off that time, and yeah. uh, Biggie had to come up and. Uh, prove himself and like even the videos of him rapping on the street corner he is unbelievably oh he's like lyrically there's i there's not a better rapper ever and that's why i wanted to talk about tupac because i would put tupac in great i wouldn't put him in god here i think tupac isn't as good as biggie but i think again context is necessary and the two, the two them, them, i know i know the two of them are at the same the two of them came up at the same time yeah see that's the problem if we could have a place between great he would be between great and god here i think tupac yeah he has some great stuff i haven't listened to enough of the stuff but uh tupac just isn't lyrically as strong as biggie and that's what matters i think especially in rap like his i agree we'll put him great what i would say as well some of the differences between biggie and tupac as well the way they, what they talk about biggie why i don't love a lot of this kind of rap of biggie it really works when he's talking about how he came up and like all the stuff he's got now yeah tupac more talks about like his life and how like hard it's been and where he is and stuff like yeah. that yeah, which is also really good, and um, Kendrick does some of that as well. Yeah, the thing is, like, there's there's musicians and rappers who'll bring out terrible, terrible lyrics, <laughs> like Biggie's lyrics, or they'll talk about really disgusting topics. What's the? Oh, I've got a dog shit here. What's the girl who came out with Juicy? What do you mean? No, was it WAP? Oh, WAP, WAP Juicy, yeah, like Juicy. Um, who wrote that WAP? Is that Cardi B? Uh, She's like, dog shit. That is dog shit. That is a lack of talent. No, An absolute lack of talent. Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi put them all, B. Put them all, yeah. put them all, put them all. I don't care what they've released. See if they've released that. Put them in dog or put them in dog shit. That is a really irritating song. Horrible. Man, even the music video where you open the door and all the the uh, you're not gonna believe this. Fluid comes out. I you're not gonna believe this. I turned the music video off. It, it was. It, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, they open the door and all of the the stuff yeah. comes out the door. Does it come out like the, the door? Bath. Um, That's disgusting. Oh, that is disgusting. 
that horrible song, Lack of Talent. Listen to, to Biggie's lyrics. Oh, right, actually, I'm, I'm just so sorry. This, I'm this, just thinking, uh, are you talking about the... So, so... Um, similar to the old thing back <laughs> lyrics yes so if we compare the lyrics Biggie is really intelligent in the way he does it and yeah. it's also it's executed brilliantly um, so to sex I'm similar to the thriller Manila honey's tummy bigger. bigger the something filler whether it's stiff tongue or stiff Biggie squeezed and makes shit fit and I check the shit I got the pack of Rough Riders and the pack of the Pathfinder you know the Apple on by James it's brilliant it's so intelligent the music is phenomenal WAP is awful it's <laughs> awful and who puts a music video in where they open the door and pours out onto the street what is wrong with people that's horrible that's literally horrible she needs cancelled and I'm against cancel culture I saw, I saw a post by the limelight now limelight would be I think, I think I'm right in saying this but I'm nearly sure it was like it's like some about a petition to make sure that that's on when uh, uh, they reopen the clubs and like no, it, it's one of those songs where like everyone's dancing, you just feel so uncomfortable. Like I I, I don't like that song anyway. Um, could we put anyone else in dog shit? Uh, it's very hard to find it. Nice song. Can we it's just prefer this? Okay, so yeah. let's right. So here we go. Here we go. But I'm not Domino. I got the funk flow to make her drawers drop slow. So recognize the size in these uh cod can I jeans. I wear thirteens. Know what I mean? I around and hit you with the Hennessy. But uh, mess around and go blind. Don't get to see shit. The next batter here to shatter your bladder. It doesn't matter. Skinnier or fat. Okay. Those lyrics. And then let's see. Wap. Wap lyrics. Here we go. This is the problem with a lack of talent. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass. Make that pull-out game weak. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you effing with some wet-ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass. Give me everything you got for this wet-ass. Beat it up. Catch a charge. Extra large. Extra hard. Put this right up in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on. I want to... <laughs> it's soul destroying. Un untalented. Untalented. Yeah. Uh, that, that just about rhymes. But a P1 could do that. Only the balance that the balance that Cardi B has a a good song. Um, good for her, mate. I could write a good song. <laughs> Taking about five years, but I could write one. It's more taller than that. That's horrible. I forget what the name of it is, but it's pretty big. Uh, anyway, moving on from her. You might need to beat at least one more third <laughs> that I have said. Um, <clears throat> right. Go I want to talk. Some, need somebody in gold here. Here, who's uh, Paul Simon? I think we're surely we are in. Agreement that Paul Simon's got here. Think of the context. Yeah. Thinking context. But there's one. Oh, yeah, Graceland, the whole album. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so Paul Simon got here. Now, I am going to disagree with you on one that I think, but I it's only because of the context. And I think you're going to hate me for it, but it's the context. If you're thinking about Half Moon Run, I would put them in great. Okay, we're in agreement. Um, see, Half Moon Run's my favourite band, and they're a Canadian alternative band. And the, the, the one of the great things about their music is how it progresses. Each album is different, and they've released three albums so far. And the music changes so much, but it remains like the core style somehow. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. The thing is, though, it's not like they've had the. And I'm not saying a great artist for music has to like has to have that kind of context where they have to like come like come out of nothing. But Half Moon Run came out, and there are some bands like them. Um, but there's there's I wouldn't say there's a band in that the genre that are as good as Half Moon Run. They, yeah, they, I think they deserve so much more credit. hundred percent. Uh, I think they're phenomenal. Uh, yeah. and you could literally sit down and listen to like Half Moon Run music makes you emotional. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's not like it's and this is the thing. Bonnie Ver, who's a great artist. Um, 
and I'm really referring because Bonnie Iver is a band, but it's really Justin Vernon who's the singer and yeah. guitarist. He released the first album of his own, um, for Emma, forever ago or something like that, and um, some of his lyrics, people can make all the stories and all the theories about them as much as they want. I would say some of his lyrics don't make sense, whereas Half Moon Run, there's proper stories in there, and and it yeah really does make you emotional. Like I have cried to some Half Moon mm-hmm. Run songs when they first came out. It is unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> the problem that this is two, two, uh, sorry, one, I completely agree. Um, secondly, is that we need to think of some great female artists because we are, to be fair, it looks sexist because we have put the only dog shit we have is, is all the women who made WAP and the decent one is Billie Eilish, but we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, our top nine are all men. Well, I'd say Whitney Houston's one of the greatest singers. I'll put her in great. I don't listen to her. Now, that might be sexism on my part, but it's like boys not what listening to girls' music. Whitney Houston, um, again, not know a lot, a lot about her, and, it's, and I'm very lucky that my mum was a big fan. Um, she Obviously, The Bodyguard is a lot of her her music, and it's phenomenal. But I really like, uh, because she, she made a song with George Michael, who's one of my favourites of the singers, and they, they never met each other to make the song they just like sent it over to each other but her singing even today would be unbelievable it's like one of those where the technical ability is just insane and i know it's a lot of, like technically it's a lot easier for women to ha- obviously sing at higher um notes than men but her singing is just so good one disadvantage as well to women is that <clears throat> that higher range is not as easy to listen to so women are already at a musical disadvantage oh. because um, it, it's easier on the ear to hear a lower, like a lower, quiet, not mm-hmm. quieter, but a lower tone. Um, so that, that that is my suggestion is the reason why sometimes listening to it, women can be unfairly placed. Um, oh, Sia, great. Sia has Sia been great. great. She's phenomenal. See, to be fair, uh, one of my favourite artists, Damien Rice, who I don't listen to as much anymore, um, but... Uh, an amazing singer he uh his ex-girlfriend uh lisa hannigan she's from ireland and uh, i got to see her play for free in uh hmv when she was her album i got signed and all um she's very good she she's a lot of damon rice's music but uh th- their voices complement each other fantastically so now i would put her um i see the thing is it's trying to weigh up fame with greatness because I almost feel uncomfortable putting Lisa Hannigan in the same category as Whitney Houston. Um, I would for, do you know what I mean? We are putting who's who's who is Whitney Houston's company here? Tupac, Half Moon Run, John Martin, John Mayer, <laughs> Queen, and Doctor Dre. She is arguably better than probably most of them. She's yeah. better than John Mayer, I would say. She. It's hard to say Tupac because they're completely different styles. She's more talented than Half Moon Run, but her music writing isn't as good. Um, she's probably as talented as Freddie Mercury. Um, See, the thing is, because she's just a singer, it's the same as Freddie Mercury. We have to kind of weigh that up. Well, the whole the world. thing is, it was well. But Whitney Houston and uh, Freddie Mercury are performers, though. Like they, they really perform yeah, with their yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so we pick. Do we have a god. Do we have a god here, woman? Is there a woman who was in the God here? Mary, the women? mother of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that that, that, is, that that would actually not be true. That would be, uh, what would you call that? That would be something to get excommunicated for, saying that Mary is equal to God. Oh, fair enough. Amen. Um, <laughs> um, 
God has no gender, people. So I'm going to then bring up Coldplay. Coldplay, an interesting one. Coldplay is they they literally cannot be God tier. They just can't. They're not talented. Not enough. enough. And he's not a good enough singer. He's a he's a good singer, but he's not an amazing singer. And you know when you hear him live that he doesn't get up there. Um, the oh, let's go through some of his music here. Um, what do you call him? Chris Martin. Chris Martin. So, Adventures of a Lifetime, great song. Him for the weekend, great song. I absolutely love Paradise, but that's more nostalgia than anything. Charlie Brown's a great song. Orphans, we talked about, has really great meaning. Yeah, and the music video as well is fantastic. I haven't actually seen the music video. It's very good. Um, Yellow, Emotional, great song. The Scientist. Viva La Vida's phenomenal. Fix You is phenomenal. But I, I actually don't think they go into great. I think they go into decent. Yeah. I think the talent-wise... They make, they make consistently great, easy songs to listen to. But you cannot put Coldplay up against the likes of, as we said, Whitney Houston, John Martin. Just call him John Martin. But he's called John Martin. His name's John Martin. You told me he's called Pronounced Martin. I said that was a joke. I thought that was a real thing. No, I was like Juan Martinez. I thought his name was actually John, right, John, John Martin. Martin. I thought um, you were taking the piss this whole time. No, I thought that was actually his name. Um, How to say John... I mean, I'm not taking the piss, that's what you said. I don't know why somebody told me it actually is Martin. That's really weird. Let's find out. John Martin. Oh. There you yeah, go. Actually, <laughs> Coldplay are really... The thing is I have about Coldplay is some of their albums. I think when they released My Lord's Lotto, I'd stop listening to a lot of stuff because they had like two or three the bangers. The cheap and, the and some of the... I can say you could probably t pick about three songs from each album. For most albums. See, the, the, the actual um, the album, which is Viva La Vida... Or also called Death and All His Friends. Um, that whole album is fantastic. Like every song, it's fantastic. I think, but a lot of their newer stuff is like a two or three like bangers, and then yeah. the rest I wouldn't listen to. Two more artists I want to discuss. Well, three actually. Sorry. Um, I have another one as well. You go. Ahead. Tracy Chapman. Oh Jesus, she's phenomenal. The thing is, I've listened to a lot of her music. I I just know the classics, obviously. Um, it's also like Fast Car and then was that Hold Me Baby or Tell Me oh my god Mitch is so much it's unbelievable um, uh, here's a nice list of them Fast Car Baby Can I Hold That's You Give Me One Reason Talking About A Revolution no we talked about a revolution classic she's amazing I put her in great I'll put her in great and then Mountain of Things that's great as well I want to talk quickly about Kendrick Lamar and give you some of the so Obviously, a lot of the bigger rappers um, on the West Coast have are no longer like as active. And it's said that like, Dr. Dre and those artists have handed the mantle to Kendrick. Kendrick, lyrically, is, is between Tupac and Biggie, I'd say. Because Kendrick's lyrics, he t you know what I mean, he tells stories in all of his raps. See a great example of this? Listen to... Um, Sing about me, I'm dying of thirst, or listen to uh, Good Kid. Uh, the thing, Sing about me, I'm dying of thirst, is about a story, um, I've told you this as well, where uh, he um, held his friend's brother in his hands after he got shot. And uh, then the brother who was alive said, If this, uh, if uh, in the song says, um, if this, if you're, if I die before your album drops, I hope, and then he, in, the, in the song with gunshots, he died before the album was dropped. And then the and then it also goes on to him talking about uh, a prostitute 
who he talked about in one of his earlier albums and how uh, like she was saying like she never fade away and uh, just ignored all the problems that were coming up and then uh, she unfortunately died um, and then as uh, well but then does Kendrick go above Eminem because Kendrick has not hasn't even touched what Eminem's done maybe success wise musically um, Eminem yeah, has can, can Eminem has like three full albums that were like platinum like Eminem is I would say you, you can't put Kendrick Lamar above Eminem for, for what is possibly talent well um, I, wouldn't put them, I wouldn't put them above them we haven't even rated Eminem I'd put them both in great put them both in great I would say Eminem's better than that. Eminem's success in the past is better than M- the context of Eminem is brilliant and I understand but the thing about Kendrick's lyrics are better than Eminem's that's just fact like in terms of like certainly in terms of storytelling and then Good Kid is about uh, how uh, they robbed the house and uh, um had to get away from the cops and it, it's unbelievable he he is fantastic yes so fantastic. is Eminem but he like fantastic I, I don't think I would I would have said Eminem it'd be easier to judge him it'd be easier to judge Kendrick versus uh, Eminem at the end of uh, Kendrick's uh, legacy because yes, the thing yes. about Eminem is he's starting damages his own legacy his own legacy now yeah. Yeah. right long winded tale that was very good but to kind of recap we have got oh sorry one to put in Eva Cassidy needs to be put in great Eva Cassidy is the girl who sang the song uh, Who Know Where the Time Goes and she had a concert. I remember you telling me about that. That's a very good song. It's been covered a lot. Absolutely adore that. So I think she deserves to be great. So let's go from God here. Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) And uh, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell and Eva Cassidy. Okay. So God here, Notorious B.I.G., Paul Simon, Great, Dr. Dre, Queen, John Martin, John Mayer, Whitney Houston, Halfway Run, Eva Cassidy, Joni Mitchell. Tupac. Tupac, yes. Um, decent. Billy Irish and U2. Would, wouldn't turn them on, but wouldn't turn them off. Ed Sheeran in 1975, and then dog shit everyone who was per- anyone who was involved, even in the music video, For of WAP. performing WAP. Um, now, we left the Sun Roses in this mix. I put them both in great. Just, put them both in yeah. Okay. Let's put that to bed. Um, no. Oh my God, what about Snatcher and Elvis, though? See, the thing is... They didn't they... write their own music. Oh. But then neither did... Sinatra goes god tier. Sinatra goes god tier. There's no, there's no argument. I, I think he has to go god tier. And Elvis goes great. For what they did and how big they were and the context of everything there, I think Sinatra has... I'm not arguing with you about Sinatra. It's only that I'm thinking, like, Elvis took the mantle from Sinatra. He did. He was probably more successful as well. And he was like... He's like one of the... Like most famous people associated with like classic rock, classical rock, is that right? right I think. Uh, see, we can't put them both in God's here, I don't think. We'll make one one exception, which will be like the brackets between God here and Great here, and we will put rather rather nicely Sinatra and Elvis, who deserve their own tier. But yeah. it's not their own tier above everybody else, but their own tier between Great and God. Is Sinatra and Elvis. I think that's sure. a fair that's way fair. to put it. Right. Now, we're going to quickly move on to listeners' questions. Now, I do apologise. There was four that were submitted after the cut-off. <laughs> um, there was a few that we had last week um, that I didn't get around to doing. And I'll say a few last week because we didn't do any last week. Now, um, let me see over here. We have a question from Jenny Johnson, lovely person, who has asked... Oh, mate, I'm just thinking, because I replied, is it going to let me see? Here, hold on. hold on. Oh, the story? Yeah. Do you remember what she asked? 
I'm trying to see if I mean see if Instagram was just easier to use. Christ the night and day do it really. That's a turnoscular question. Oh, is that that's gonna go with all of them? Hmm? Are all the questions gonna be deleted? The the four that were submitted like uh, last week, you see. I'm such a twat. I do apologize to Jordan. Uh good lad um good lad from or for fuck's sake, I need to stop saying the name of schools. <laughs> um, great lad, Jenny, as well as Baxter, who did submit a good uh, one. We did sort of cover his one, which is like a, like a cringy, like rough date that we had. And there's a fourth person who submitted a podcast question last week. Jenny? I have no, no, but, but there wasn't one. Right, anyway, I do apologize, but we're just going to go on to the ones for this week. So, this week, film review, and that's coming in from Aaron. We picked a film to review. Which was um, Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. We did touch on this last week, but uh, there's spoilers out for this film. So Midnight in Paris. I don't even think you can say out of five. Give it out of ten. Well, we'll get a quick context of what it is. Owen yeah. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Um, goes to we've already said the spoiler about yeah. Um, he basically goes to Paris with his girlfriend and two other friends. Do you um, are the the mother and father of the, his fiance to be? Yes. Fiance wife to be. Fiance. Um, and Owen Wilson basically he's a writer yeah he's almost having what is probably writer's block uh, and he a bit of an he writes for films but he wants to write books isn't that what it is is that what it is yeah because he writes for films and he's really successful with it in TV shows but he doesn't like doing it yes and he has what is basically an existential crisis Um, and he goes a walk uh, in Paris around midnight and there's one corner that he basically sits down beside this church to get lost Uh, yeah and a, a, a bell the church bell tolls uh, for midnight and as that happens a, a, an old fashioned car like from the like the 30s rolls up he gets in the car um, after this girl jumps out and basically tells him to come in um, and uh, he's like right okay and he jumps in the car and it basically turns out it's a time machine he travels back in time he is in Paris 1920s is it the 20s yeah um, and he's in 1920s Paris and the, the he basically goes back every night to the same to the same car meets all the famous people uh, yeah. the Fitzgeralds uh, he meets Picasso he falls in love with uh, a girl there I forget her name uh, it, was, it was someone who had been with Picasso anyway falls in love with her um, the thing is though um, he obviously has a fiance so uh, he's going back and, he's, and uh, the, the family are worried about where he's going and they think that he's cheating on her so the his fiance's or his fiance's dad gets someone to like a private investigator follow him. He gets lost obviously in in nineteen twenties Paris. The whole argument, um, because the people in the modern time have this argument, and then when he gets back the twenties uh in Paris, they're having this argument as well about what the best time to be alive was, and they're they're saying like eighteen nineties, and then it goes back to the Renaissance as well. Yeah. And every single time like they are every time he goes into the he'll go into the past and he thinks he's now living in the best the best time in the the best period of time basically the in history that he knows of um, and when he gets to the 20s they basically have uh, their own opinion which is that the best time is the 1890s yeah yeah and and so so on and so forth so it's rose tinted glasses every single time you go to the past you everyone thinks the grass is always greener and when he go to, when when he actually experiences the, the the part of the past where he thinks it's the best, they actually think another time's the best, and that that basically repeats itself. So his his fiance turns out cheated on him with uh, uh, Michael Sheen, <laughs> um his uh, character, 
and uh, he it's a lovely moment spoiler alert again uh, so he uh, ends it with his fiance decides to stay in Paris and there's a girl that he had met earlier in his travels uh, who had brought in music that he specifically liked and uh, he runs into her on the bridge the, th- the whole thing is at the start of the film the Americans are so against like the whole culture of Paris and all um, just just walking about and admiring everything they're out the, they're out literally buying things to bring back to America and it starts raining and he's like let's just walk back in the rain and they're like but why would we do that get in a car and he at the end of the film meets the girl again on the when he's walking through Paris and it starts to rain and he's like uh, we said to go for coffee oh it starts to rain he's like um Oh God, you might, we can just leave it if you want, it's raining. And then she says, oh, no, it's okay, I like the rain. And that's when I cried. Um, Every was, <laughs> single time he's watched it. It's a fantastic film. And at the minute, it is on Netflix, shout out, so get on that. So quickly, out of 10? Out of 10? 7. Oh, I would have gone, I would have gone 8. 8? I, I can, I, I, well, I'll give 7.58, yeah. Okay, I'll push it to an 8. Now, go on, Jess has asked if we could have, if I can see the message. Why is, why is this so difficult? Just um, read what it says from there. If you could have, oh right, it actually is the question. If you could have tea with any historical person alive or dead, who would it be? Well, I don't drink hot tea, so we can just ignore that question. Um, well, who would yours be? Without any hint of a doubt, Jesus. Because that would literally answer a lot of questions. You have, I mean, who doesn't have who who his sister and goes Nelson Mandela, like nice for me. I'm sure that'd be a really interesting conversation. But if you really want to hear the truth about the whole planet, go have a cup of tea with Jesus, and see if you have a cup of tea and he doesn't turn up. Well, now you've got some serious answers. <laughs> you know what I mean? That literally answers the biggest question the world yeah. has ever faced: Is there a God? So have a have a if cup of could, tea. If Jesus. it couldn't be God, or Jesus. That's what say. Jesus doesn't go, but the blasphemy. Muhammad, maybe. Um, that might answer a good few questions as well. Um, uh, somebody else. I w- I would find that the most interesting because I like any biblical character. Mm-hmm. I find that being really interesting because of the influence that's had on the world. Um, oh God, who would I have a cup of tea with? Alive or dead? Alive or dead? Um. No, see, you need answers. My, my thinking is I need to have a couple of teams with somebody so I can get some serious answers about the world. Um, do you have one in mind? I don't know. I've, I've two. But I, I love to have a coffee with my grandma. My grandma passed away a few years ago. And whilst me and my grandma were close, we never... Because I, I was still quite, like, fairly young. I wasn't, like, as, as mature as I would be now. I love to have a chat with him now, and um, because he was so smart. Like I, my, and I know everyone says this about their grandparents, but you, could, my grandma could talk for hours, especially about history, and that's what I love. And he would always watch historical documentaries. And you know, the funny thing was, you'd ask him one question about one small thing, he would sit there for three hours. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love to have a, a cup of coffee with my grandma again. Um, but I didn't even drink coffee then as well. That's the problem. So um. But if I had to, if it had to be like a like a like a maybe a famous person from history, um, I don't want to do like the whole. I don't want to give in the 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 people's opinions and go whatever. Um, <laughs> but no, I would like to. I'd love to have a chat with Jordan Peterson. I thought Jordan Peterson, but he, like, if this is your one opportunity, 
to have a conversation and all honesty i do really think that either muhammad or jesus is the best answer i think if anyone really has a question that is going to have any effect on the world it's either the two major characters in history that the most important characters that have ever existed in history is either muhammad or jesus like without any doubt they've had the most mm-hmm. influence on anybody else ever full stop no question about it mm-hmm. um your brand is a good one that's personal mm-hmm. um and it'll make a difference to your life um, if it had to be like someone from history, if it wasn't like it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Jesus, which there's more evidence for the existence of him than probably, stop, than probably anybody else. Um, God, who else? My my problem is I I'm just not. I don't really care what any of the others have to say. Not that they're not going to say something important, but I'm having to dilute down what is from the most important yeah, question yeah. of all of all time to what is relatively insignificant um so we just rested on that if i'm not having a conversation with jesus or muhammad i will have my cup of tea with Lionel messi there you go that's, that's a shit answer anyway um right finally i, I went finally. from the best to the worst but anyway <laughs> If you were stranded on a desert island, what again from Jess? Thank you very much. Who pretty much conceived the podcast? If you were stranded on a on a desert island, what three items would you take? Should we set like parameters for what these like types of items they can be, or should we just three items? Um, and don't don't say like a knife or like a telephone. Yeah, nothing like a a raft. <laughs> so. Um, does this mean are these three items that are going to help me survive or am I going to survive in any way it's something that's important to me what, what, what will you go for okay. something that's important to you because you could and that would be quite generic um, so I'm going to go down I, I could have just gone down the, the, the cheesy I was, the religious route I was about to say <laughs> the bible <laughs> yeah, um, to be fair if there's anything that's going to help you through life that isn't just a random psychology book or something um the bible or whatever whatever religious book is significant to the person mine would be the bible so i'll say the bible because it could probably help me through some serious i probably if, if i'm sitting there alone on a desert island mm-hmm. i'm gonna need something um and it'd probably give me some help. such a serious I know, I know um so we'll say the bible um the bible uh if 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 there was power or whatever i would want um, a Sky Sports subscription. Okay. Um, because I wanna, I wanna watch my football. I need some sort of entertainment. And um, what do I absolutely need? If, if I'm if I'm already surviving. If you listen to music, it's a good shit. Music's a good shit. Um, if you can make this all one thing, a record player with the, uh, with like, a jukebox, a jukebox with all the songs. Yes, okay, okay. Uh, like a, I could say an iPod with a Spotify yeah. subscription. I want yeah. my Sky Sports subscription, my Spotify subscription, and a Bible. That's so millennial. Uh, <laughs> I want my subscriptions. Um, I would have uh, definitely like music kind of thing. I'd like to have... See, the thing is, because I could... You're right about the book thing, because you can't take any book that isn't the Bible. Because, I mean, it's going to have any real significance yeah, to your life. It's going to have yeah, to be the Bible. Because you could read the Bible like a hundred times and still, still find new meaning. Yeah. I mean, this will offend people, but I think literally if if there's ever a book that's going to answer or give you, provide an answer, even if God isn't even real, if there's ever, 
if God isn't even real in an archetypal sense, the Bible is still the best. Oh, maybe I don't. I haven't read the Quran. If that's important to you, then maybe the Quran or the Torah, which technically is the Bible anyway, the Old Testament. But um, if it's really going to provide you with answers, it's going to be the Bible. We're really giving him. Did you remember that we have with David Elliot, and he said that he got a misconception when he read the title of the podcast, which is "Confessions Over Coffee," and he thought it was going to be some really religious, religious? thing. <laughs> and we're just giving him. We're merging into. Um, um, if God's not even real, you still the Bible will still answer life more, more yeah. life lessons and questions and answers to you than anything else. And that I mean, people will disagree with that. That's literally that is just. If you don't think that or don't or, or completely discredit it, you're delusional. That's that's just a fact. So it's the Bible music and then my one thing that has to be different from you. What would I like to have? I'd like to have a, I'd like to have a camera. Um because it'd be interesting to, and I am not I'm not I'm not a vlogger type person, but it would be interesting to make a wee vlog when you're there, as long as there was like you could charge it, do you know what I mean? Ah. Yeah. Right. Solar powered camera. That would be interesting. Now, final, well, there's two technically, but we're not answering. Jess has asked, what is the meaning of life? Which will be next season's <laughs> whole, whole range. Mm-hmm. But Connor, um, lovely man, who is uh, Jess's boyfriend, oy, oy, uh, has, oy, asked, oy. <laughs> has asked, why are you so good at Cards Against Disney? So if you don't know, because there's a game called Cards Against Humanity, which is essentially the, the idea of the game is that you have like seven cards and then um, each person has seven cards. You then take one card from a different pie, which is like a question kind of thing, or is a statement, and it has a blank, and then you have to fill in the blank with whatever card you have. And it's supposed to just, you have to, you have, there's obviously, you have a, each round it changes who puts the card down. Um, and you have to kind of, the, the key is to know that know, person's know your, humor. Yeah. know your audience. Know what they're going to laugh at, and then pick the card accordingly. So Cards Against Disney, I was very surprised it existed because there were things in that which are just completely not Disney's, uh, like Disney's market. Huh. Um, it was it was obviously very crude, but it was very. There was funny. actually a card that said, um, uh, the family that bought their child, uh, Cards Against Disney, thinking yeah. it's a childhood game. <laughs> yeah. And I so essentially I got seventeen. Um, you had nine or ten. Didn't yeah. You? yeah um, Connor had. 11 or 12 and then Jess and Nina yeah. like 6 or 7 they're, they're, yeah they're, they're, the things that will, that will basically help you win this game I would say is obviously a sense of humour but I which you obviously have in abundance but what is key about this game is that it does tell the jokes for you you need um, luck um, as in you need to get a good hand you need to know um, your audience so know who's getting mm-hmm. the card off you they're probably the three main things I think there's also probably some sort of technique and I know because I never win the game mm-hmm. but I clearly don't have it the thing is I think the most important is knowing the person because there's certain rounds that I give cards that I know there's some cards like for example Connor um, I think I'm not saying this is his type of sense of humour but I um, tended to go for something that was just completely outlandish um, that we would just make just oh. give you a reaction to laugh. Anita, did yeah. you point that out? And Anita didn't go for the dirty ones. Yeah, all you had to do was associate it to an actual Disney film. Yep. Um, without it being crude, and um, that was perfect. Jess is needed to be intelligent. Yeah, it has to, you have to think about it, and it has to make sense. Connors was anything outlandish, which was mm. funny. Yeah. Um, because he didn't, he doesn't watch Disney movies. Mine, it had to be. Mine just had to be. It had to make sense, but be funny. Yeah. Um. Um, but I'm an easy laugh for those yeah. games that I find them hilarious. Yeah. Um, yours is context has to mean yeah. something to you. Um, I just have to be funny. Me and you, pretty much. If it was the biggest exchange of cards, it was between me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
But of course I won anyway. Yes. Um. So that's kind of everything we've got for today. How long is it? I think long. this must be like an hour and ten minutes. Crap, wrong app. Wrong in ten minutes here. Whoa. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's been very good. Um, not a fun. Not a funny one. It's not a funny podcast this time. But if it's this is music tier lists is like yeah. a must. It's must con- be it's done. It, content anyway. So no, thanks very much. I mean, I'd be very surprised if, and I can tell who's got this far. So I'm watching. But, <laughs> um, but no, thanks very much for listening. Any final thoughts? Um. Like going on the religious argument. The, don't don't <laughs> get offended by our music opinions. Yeah, it's not gospel. Um, Way good. But uh, it's or just. Or should I say uh, Torah? <laughs> <laughs> it's just our opinions. So <laughs> please, please be nice. If you haven't already, and you are somehow still listening to this. Please do give us a follow on Instagram, and uh, that's pretty much it. Do give us a rating as well if you're on Apple, we do appreciate it. Otherwise, thank you very much for listening, and yeah. Yeah, I'll look. Thanks very much for your time. Goodbye.